great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, and my fellow citizens, America's comeback starts right now. And with that, former President Donald Trump announces his 2024 presidential run to make the U.S. great and glorious again. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. But a point that I have made before, and let's be honest, and I've I've argued this point before, and I'll do again, I'll do so again right now. In the last election, no one really voted for Biden. No one really voted for Biden. The last election was a referendum up and down, all the way around, on Trump. And I fear that this election will also be about that, whether or not you like or hate Mr. Trump. I'm going to come back to that story in just one second. And we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. New York City officials have also reached an agreement, if you're a sports fan, to build a 25,000-seat soccer stadium in Queens that will be the home to the New York City Football uh, Club. It's the city's first professional soccer stadium and will be located in the Willits Point neighborhood right across the street from City Field. The New York Times is reporting that uh, this morning, officials plan to complete the development by 2027. And I have to admit, and maybe you folks can tell me what it's like, I have not been to the new Met Stadium yet or to the new Yankee Stadium. I'm used to it being located across the street. And, you know, I used to play football uh, in the park that was there. And now, now they've switched it. They've switched it. But let's start with uh, meaning that the stadium is now where the park used to be and the park is where the stadium used to be. Let's start with former President Trump. He's got the nomination if he wanted. There is no doubt about that. But he also made some valid points, Mr. Trump, on President Biden. Now we have a president who falls asleep at global conferences, <laughs> was held in contempt by the British Parliament over Afghanistan. And thanks to the words of wisdom, he said thank you to the wrong country for inviting him to a major summit on the environment, of all things. They fly for days to get there, and then... He calls the country a name that was actually a country on another continent. <laughs> and he's leading us to the brink of nuclear war, a concept unimaginable just two short years ago. You cannot mention the nuclear word. It's too devastating. The Green New Deal and the environment, which they say may affect us in 300 years, is all that is talked about, and yet nuclear weapons, which would destroy the world immediately, are never even discussed as a major threat. Can you imagine? The former president, in declaring his candidacy just a short time ago, but one of the things that I'm concerned about, one of the things that I'm concerned about, for Trump to win, he has to be Donald Trump. 
for Trump to win, he has to be Trump, and that's the Trump personality. The speech, I thought, was a little too low key. He will not win the White House. I'm sure that his tone will change as he's animated during the campaign, but he won't win the White House with that demeanor that he had in the speech. Maybe he's trying to uh, set the tone to, to show to his critics that he's different this time around. But guess what, Mr. Trump? You're never going to win over those critics anyway. So be yourself. Do what got you elected. We are taking your telephone calls 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Here is Mr. Trump in making the announcement. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. So let's start with the uh, telephone calls. Let's begin with Max on Long Beach Island. Good morning, Max. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Max, are you with me? Going once, going twice, gone. Let's go to Roger in Massachusetts. Good morning, Roger. What's on your mind? Yes, thank you again. Um, Regarding the referendum on Trump, I feel that it was largely caused by the um, advertising arm of the swamp dwellers on both sides of the aisle. Um, it, it was constant, 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 you know, badgering. I'm sure you know that. But, but I wanted to make this other point, though, about that, is that Donald Trump mentioned tonight that he had a relationship with, with certain leaders that weren't necessarily friendly to us. Remember, he brought Kim Jong-un to the table and had a, was forming a reasonably decent relationship with Vladimir Putin. Um, they looked at the, the writing on the wall. They looked at the press. They looked at Trump. Look at the press. Look at Trump. And, uh, and that's, I believe, why they stopped negotiating. They placed their bet that, uh, that um, the, the general public will respond, will, will believe and follow the press. And um, I, I think that's a, a lot of what uh, the neg- negative would happen. Because remember, a lot of the stuff that they, we, they fed us was lies anyway. And uh, I think it was just bad advertising, uh, you know, advertising of bad Trump, bad Trump. Well, but, and, but and Roger, leaders, okay, okay, okay but, wait, yeah. but wait a minute, Roger. We, we, we do have to be honest about this. Uh, Mr. Trump at times via his Twitter and his tone with the media, sometimes he he was not his own best friend in terms of the tone that he set. So we, we have to be honest about that. Did he do a good job? Yes, he did. Are we hurting now that he's out of office? Absolutely. And so my point to Americans, again, is that you say that Trump was too mean. Look at his Twitter. He called the, uh, he called the alleged hooker a horse face. Yes, he did say those things, but was he effective? Was was my stock account worth almost four times what it's worth today? Is the U.S. respected around the world today? We all know the answer to that. The answer is no. And this is why I say that he's got the nomination. I don't think DeSantis is going to run. I don't think that DeSantis has enough courage to challenge Donald Trump. We will see. But even if he does, I don't think that he'll be able to take the heat from Trump. You've got to be a special person. We saw all the Republicans that were in the primary against Trump. They folded quickly, one by one. Boom, 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 boom. Drop like flies. Boom, 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 boom. They couldn't take the uh, nicknames. They couldn't take the constant in your face. And that's my point. For Trump to win, 
He's got to be Donald Trump. He can't give us a watered-down version. And tonight, I felt like we got a watered-down Donald Trump where he was trying to please his critics that say that that his – that, that, that his approach, that his personality is too in your face. I think that's what got uh, him elected uh, the first time. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. Um, I listened for about five minutes to his uh, alleged speech. And the thing is... Wait, 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 wait. Why, why do you say alleged speech? Because it's the same old story over and over again. The man never takes responsibility okay, for anything wait, that went wait, wrong wait, when he was president. Okay, wait, 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 David. What what is Biden taking responsibility for? Listen. No, no, can you answer the question? Can you answer the question? Well, what do you and mean what is he taking responsibility Biden takes for? Respo- Biden Biden, takes responsibility. Biden, half the time, I don't think our president knows where he is, to be honest with you. Our current Listen. president. Listen, listen, I didn't call to talk about. No, you, you, you called okay? to give me your talking points and I'm not. No, I don't I, have talking points. Dominic. Okay, David, the please, one the, David, please. I don't want to cut you off. You, you don't need to yell at me, please. Okay. Calm, right. calm down. But what, right, what, but, right. but what, but what I'm saying to you, you don't take this the wrong way. You called with your talking points, your anti-Trump talking points, and that's fine. But you you can't think I'm just going to let you speak and just spew your uh, 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 anti-Trump logic without questioning it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You have anti-Biden talking points. You are. I I have what? Wait, 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 wait. David, David, I can't hear you. You said I have what? You have your pro-Trump talking points as well because he apparently has convinced you. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Didn't I say I thought his speech was flat, just the speech just a short time ago? Didn't I say I thought the speech was flat? And if he is to win, he's got to be the old Donald Trump. Didn't I just say that? Does that sound like a talking point? See, but Dominic, this is the issue. The old Donald Trump that you're talking about is the Donald Trump that had 84 million people come out and vote against him. If that's the Donald Trump that's going to get to the Republican primaries, President Biden, who I don't think should run again, could possibly beat him because Donald Trump is an extremely divisive Biden, figure. You Biden, know that. Biden could not beat Trump a second time around. And you know why I say that, David? It's easy to say I, I'm the man that can make the country better. better. Yes, I'm, I'm in the basement of my home in Delaware because of COVID, but, but keep hope alive. I'm the guy that can bring America together. This time, Biden has a track record. This time in those debates, he's got to answer for Afghanistan. He's got to answer for the economy. I, you know I can go on and on and on. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is this time as president of the United States, Biden has a record just like Mr. Trump does. Yeah, exactly. I don't, like I said, I don't think Biden should run again. Democrats need to find somebody who is younger, who is more um, able to articulate what we actually can accomplish and admit that mistakes have been made, which I'm willing to do. But Donald Trump is incapable, physically and mentally incapable, of admitting he's made mistakes. I didn't hear the man apologize for the botching of the COVID response. He claimed he saved millions of lives. What about the million people that are already dead because he didn't act decisively and denied that there was a problem? I almost died from COVID-19 in March of 2020 when Trump was claiming it was just going to go away. So I'm a little bit upset about that. I could have ended up in Potter's field because of Donald Trump's well, incompetence. Well, ho- okay? ho- well, well, hopefully you wouldn't have ended up in Potter's field, and hopefully you wouldn't have died. But, David, did Mr. Trump deliver on the vaccine? Wait a minute. You're telling me that because he had people advising him to do certain things, that he's personally responsible for the vaccine? Let's Dave, be real. Dave, David, 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 David. See, yeah. you see, no matter what I say, you just hate Trump's guts. 
and and I understand that. But wait, let me finish, please. Okay, I I won't make my point since since you're determined. Go ahead, David. You got the end. Go ahead. I I won't make I won't make sense and say what I was about to say. Go ahead. No, no, please go ahead, Dominic, because I don't want to cut you off. Okay. No, no, you're gonna, David. The experts said that a vaccine was not going to come until at least a year, year and a half, two years down the road. Trump was ridiculed in the debates for saying that one was right around the corner. Was he right or was he wrong? He wasn't ridiculed for saying it was around the corner because the vaccines were developed by private companies. Listen, Mike Pence was the person in charge of the COVID response. Trump delegated all of that to Mike Pence. David, do you really... David, I've got a flood of calls. Do you really believe that Pence was really in charge of the COVID response, the way Americans were dying? Do you really? He was just the point person for the administration. Do you really believe that Pence was responsible for the for the reaction to it? He was about as much responsible as Donald Trump. Listen, the guy takes responsibility for things he had no control over. Okay. I am not willing to concede the point that point to you, Dominic. I'm willing to concede a lot of things to you, Dominic, because I believe in telling the truth. But okay. I also believe that it's ridiculous to say that Donald Trump was personally responsible for Operation Warp Speed and the vaccines. Those were developed by private companies that got help from the government. Thank heavens. Okay, I've been vaccinated five times. I appreciate the fact that we have these vaccines, which Republicans, by the way, went out of their way to discourage people from taking once they got out of office. I mean, come on, let's be real, Dominic. Donald Trump is a narcissistic sociopath who only cares about himself. Okay, let let me let me try it this way. And then then I do got to move on. So, David, I, I just want you to answer my question. Yeah. Who has been a better president? Trump? Or Biden, and just tell me why, quickly and briefly. Okay. President Biden, because unlike Trump, who has been opportunist and a okay. liar. Wait, 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 wait. Notice how you're still attacking Trump. If you said Biden has been a better president, tell me why. Okay. And, and other, right. you're proving my point that everything is a referendum on Trump. Yeah, talk, 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 Biden. Going- Okay, but please, you said Biden has been a better president. Tell me why. Okay. For instance, when the Ukrainian thing happened, Biden was able to unite all our NATO allies to immediately put sanctions on Russia to give more aid to Ukraine. Donald Trump would Trump, not have Trump been would have never been in that, that position. He would have never been That's in that position. He, okay, but David, 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 we, we – I – I have to move on because we, we have a lot of calls. But, uh, uh, folks, we, we have to be honest with you. Thank you for the call, David. We have to be honest with each other. If you don't like Trump, that's fine. I get it. But we have to be intellectually honest. To compare Trump and Biden as presidents, it's almost a night and day comparison. I don't even see the comparison. We have inflation. We have gas issues we have crime we i could go on and on and on and david is telling me with a straight face that biden has been a better president and then when i said why he immediately launched into his point by point attack on trump and then when i said no 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 you just heard it when i said no 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 tell me why biden has been better then it becomes uh, ukraine Let's go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Um, I just wanted to respond briefly. Just on the vaccines alone, it was because of the logistical red tape. All the things are usually, all the roadblocks are usually in place. Yes, that's what happened. Yes. Correct. Trump is the one that got that out of the way. That's why they called it Operation Warp Speed. That's why it was allowed to go through the way it did. I personally don't have a lot of, uh, you know, David God love him's been vaccinated five times. I pray he'll stay healthy. Um, and I'm glad he has confidence in them. I do not. I think they were put together too quickly. That's just my thing. But don't forget, these. this pandemic was what? We've only had one like it in, what, over 100 years? 
So Trump was doing the best he could with the cards that were dealt to him Absolutely. in the short period. Absolutely. And I, I will say this: I am glad that he did not panic the country, as he was when he was talking to Bob Woodward about that, because I think a lot of people were already so freaked out. I remember watching the news out of out of Europe, out of Italy, and then out of New York City. People were freaking out. People I knew, I was scared. People were, and imagine that the president came out and said, "Ah, you know." And one other thing, um, just I wonder if David knows that. Ever since Biden was elected, we lost more, twice as many people to COVID under Biden as we did under Trump in the first year of his presidency. And yet we had vaccines and we had far more monoclonal antibodies and other um, therapeutics. So I don't hear David talking about that. Nothing personal, but he did talk about it as far as Trump being responsible for the million people that died. Look up the numbers that died under Biden in his first year. With all that we had, including vaccines, and also Kamala and Biden saying they wouldn't trust a vaccine under Trump. Does he? Does David think the people, especially in the black community, um, perhaps didn't get vaccinated, or perhaps were at risk, or perhaps died because of that type of uh, language? So let's not be short-sighted in the way we view things. I called Reed earlier, and I said people with Trump derangement syndrome hate him far more than they could ever love the country, and that's the sad truth of it. Because if you look at this country now, you look at Biden uh, going to Iran to renegotiate the nuclear deal and beg them for oil, the largest state sponsor of terror in the world. Are you kidding me? How many of our guys have been blinded, lost their limbs, and killed because of Iran? And we're over there begging when we have all the natural resources we need here. And, and that's just one thing. And, and last but not least, Afghanistan, the $85 billion worth of equipment we left there, Yes, and, and and the fact that when those poor 13 people that were killed because of the debacle that he created, our, our armed men and women, we had a woman, a young um, woman of color from Lawrence, Mass., and it's horrible what happened to them. And he sat there when he was, pardon me, when he was at the um, Dover and those brave souls were, were coming off the plane in their flag-covered coffins, and he checked his watch once, not twice. You talk about the ultimate disrespect and slap in the face, but you never heard the press talk about it. That, Just imagine, people, if that, that had been Trump. Just imagine. So thank you, that's Dominic. True, that's true, Jennifer, and I, I thank you for the call. Folks, listen. I, I'm I'm just stating, right? So Mr. Trump declares he's running. I'm just stating. It, it, let's let's assess the job that has been done by each president. There is no doubt. You see, you can't say, oh, Biden's in charge now. Oh, but we can't blame him for the economy. We we can't blame him for inflation. Oh, 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 no, we can't blame him for crime. What crime? Democrat uh, talking. What crime? What crime? What crime? And you may have heard me earlier tonight. The Post did an analysis Kathy Hochul's firewall was the black vote in the governor's race in in New York. And when you when you look at that factor, if we're being honest, who do you think's going to die? Who's going to be the biggest victims of crime based on the statistics? We all know who the answer is, and it happens to be African-Americans. And if the vote had not been there, the black vote the way it was for Governor Hochul, we would be talking about Governor uh, Lee Zeldin right now. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Alyssa in Manhattan. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning, Dominic. It's been a while. It's such a privilege to be able to speak to you. Thank you. I feel the same way. Go right ahead. Okay. I wanted to comment on Trump's speech. I saw it. And um, what you were saying about people, you know, Trump being Trump, and you thought his speech was a little more laid back than it should have been, I think he did exactly what he needed to do. As a matter of fact, that is what impressed me. Um, You know, in 2016 – Trump did not run for office being the hated man he is today and will continue to be until 2024. And 
the evidence of that was that tirade that you just heard from David. Um, you know, there are just going to be people like that who just hate him no matter what. Um, I think that he needs, in order to get people like moderate Democrats who are sick of the policies from the Biden administration and independents on board with him, that he does need to dial it back a bit. As a matter of fact, the way he talks about um, our country being respected on the world stage, peace through strength, is the way he needs to run his campaign, peace through strength. But Alyssa, but, but, to- what, but what I'm saying to you is that the energy level that I saw from Mr. Trump, if he has that same energy level in this campaign, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. He has oh, got his energy level, I'm sure, will will escalate. I think, you know, initially when you come out, you don't come out like a steamroller. You've got because you want people to listen to you. And if you well, come he, out he like did, a steamroller, he and did that's in 2016, he did in 2016. But in 2016, he wasn't the hey, that's my point. It wasn't the same climate. Fair enough. So Fair people enough. would say, hey, I don't want to hear this. He's coming out with the same crap. He's steamrolling. So he needs to dial it back in order to get them. The first thing he's got to do with people who aren't on board with him is to get them to listen. The people who are fed up with the hole that has been dug for this country by the Biden administration. And God, in two years, they destroyed what Trump did in four. And now we still have two more years to go. Just imagine what he's going to have to deal with if he gets in. In another four years, it's not going to be like when he walked in after Obama. But, but, but Alyssa, but, 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 and I thank you for, for the call. But the, the problem, and, and I appreciate David calling, but if you just listen to David, right, the people that hate Mr. Trump, they hate him so much, as you heard in terms of David, that there is nothing that you, I, or anybody can reasonably say the moment that we say Trump, they're going to go, ah, I hate him. He's horrible. He's he's racist. He's divisive. He's what destroyed America. They're not going to listen. I thank you for the call, Alyssa. They're not going to listen to logic. And we've got to be logical about this. And so when I'm watching the speech tonight, I'm looking at a couple of things. As a journalist, one is the unprompter, because that tells you a whole lot. Uh, when when a candidate and the prompters are those little glass-like devices, when you see them looking to the left and they look to the right, that's so it looks like they're being conversational, but they're looking, you can't see the words on the outside of it, but on the inside happens to be their speech. I, from the from the view that, that I could see, I did not see uh, a teleprompter. So that says to me that, in terms of the material, I mean, he's a former president of the United States. He was on his game. But the energy level, the energy level, I I just didn't like it. I felt that he should have brought more energy. Now, as Alyssa just said, maybe that will change in, in the days ahead. We will see. We see all of your telephone calls from Manhattan to New Jersey to Brooklyn to Boston to Queens to the Bronx to Rockland and to Kentucky. We are going to take a break, and we will continue in just a moment. Talk Radio 77, WABC. I heard you were looking for me. To every worker and family struggling to survive in the Biden economy with inflation destroying your family and your life, this campaign will be for you. Help is on the way. Former President Donald Trump declaring his candidacy for another run, and we are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to uh, Tom in Boston. Good morning, Tom. What's on your mind? How are you doing, Dominic? Another great show, Dominic. Thank you. you. Thank you. Very uh, kind of you to say. Great. Uh, Dom, I just, I'll try to be fast. I think if the, uh, if the Donald Trump runs against a Democrat again, Biden or whoever, 
if 160 million registered voters vote and Trump gets 100 million votes, then the Democrats or Biden would get 110 million votes. That's, that's how dishonest I think this is. That's what I'm saying. If he runs as a Republican, I kind of think he should run as an independent, either that or a third party. Because well, I think uh, I think there's a lot of Republicans that are against him too, Tom. And that that's a a good point, Tom. And I I thank you for your call, uh, thank Mr. You, Trump. Man. Thank you. He doesn't want to run as a uh, independent, but who knows? I can't speak for him. You never know what's in his mind because then he will be seen as a spoiler. And he doesn't want that uh, to be his legacy. I think, and this is only pure speculation on my part, that he wants another shot at Biden. That's what he wants. And I think that looking at Trump as the Republican nominee, and let's just say for argument's sake that Biden runs, I I don't even see a, a, a race at all at all between the two of them. Trump is by far the better candidate. But then um, to people, to the Davids of the world, and I'm not, I'm not picking on David and David, I, I see your emails every time you email me after you made your comment. You had four and a half minutes of airtime to make your point. So there's no point to send me an extra email. But anyway, um, David was excellent tonight because he proves that to some Americans, there is nothing Trump can do that they will look at him as a legitimate candidate. And so that's why I started the show stating that Biden really, at the end of the day, has nothing to do with this. This will be a referendum on Donald Trump, the same way it was the last time, whether or not you hate him, or whether or not you love him. Let's go to our friend Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Thank you for taking my call again. Listen, two points quick. President Trump was accused of being xenophobic in January 2020 when Nancy and Chuck U. Schumer said, oh, you got to go for the Chinese New Year. And that was like January, early February. And he kind of put the warning up. He closed uh, May, May, uh, excuse me, March 15th. Everything was closed. I mean, uh, I had relatives that in Europe almost didn't get back into the country because uh, they closed the border. I, I don't see how much more he could do. But people believe what they want to believe. A friend of mine was angry at me because her husband did die. And she blamed Trump that, you know, he died like April 17, 2020. He was one of the first ones. But what more could Trump do? I don't see him. What could he have done? He says, uh, be careful. Don't go out. Uh, you know, he closed the border. It was March 15th. I was supposed to go to California March 18th. I, I didn't go. That's number one. Now, as far as money, Dave, I loved you. I had the call with David because it laid everything out, what these people think. Now, when people make money, like on the stock market, that means you pay, you pay tax. You see what I'm saying? Of so course. now I'm not making money. But these dummies don't understand. My husband, I told you, about 20% less pension because it's involved with the stock market. So if I have one-fifth, one-fifth is 20% for the people in Rio Linda who don't understand that. Uh, I have less money. That means I'm not going to go to a restaurant. You see what I'm saying? And the waitress. It, it means it, it means a lot of things if there's if there's less money. Gracie, I, I thank you for the thank call you. as always. And so, you know, the reason why I'm hope I'm I'm harping on a, a stock account because I wasn't born rich, right? And I'm not rich now, but far from it, right? But I've I've got two grandkids that I've got to get through Ivy League colleges, right? One of those grandkids is eight years old. So he's going to need the money 
in the next uh, 10 years to start his Ivy League uh, education. And if I've lost almost a third to two-thirds of my stock account, I'm not talking about 401K, two-thirds under Biden, is there is there is there even an option for who who a better president was? I mean, come on, folks, you you have to vote what's in your best interest to African Americans supporting Governor Hoku in in the way that she in the way that they did. What what are you going to get out of the deal? What what do, what do you think you're going to get? except for more crime in your community. What what do you get at the end of the day? Oh, 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 I, I didn't vote for a Republican. Well, maybe you need to. Maybe you need to. And that's not to say I'm favoring Republicans. You vote what's in your best interest, period. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's go to Mark in Kentucky. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? Hey, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Go right ahead, please. Yes. I, I just want to say that, David, the, the the gentleman that was on the phone just before me, uh, um, I feel sorry for him because and anybody like him. They need to calm down and not take it so seriously. Enjoy life. That's the problem with people. They just don't enjoy life. And, and you know, I, I emphasize that John O'Trump's going to run, but it's not going to okay. ruin my day. Hey, hey but, but Mark, just pause for one second. This is not a reflection on David. At all. I don't want folks to think that no, this no, is a reflection no, no, on no. David. But wait, 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 wait. You said that people need to relax and enjoy life. Yeah. But he, but here's the problem with that, Mark. And, and here's what why I'm saying to African-Americans in particular, wake up. Because there, there are some people, I would say a majority of uh, of certain groups, that believe government is there to take care of them. Oh, uh, that, that, that's no what that, that's what they really believe, as opposed to my philosophy of you don't work, you don't eat. It's well, as simple as that. Real quick. Go ahead. I, I I had this heart attack, my stroke. I used to be well off. Today I sit back here, drawing my Social Security, thinking whether I'm going to be rich. I mean, pay a rent or get my medicine. That's what I'm concerned about. And I'm sorry. I'm really matter. sorry to hear that. And it's sad. Let's get it. Let, let's get it along with people, and let's get our country straight. That's what I'm begging for. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, thank you, Mark. I I agree with you. Let's get the country straight. But how can you get the country straight? I mean, if you're assessing this situation honestly, how can anybody say that President Biden has been a good president of the United States? Come on. He's just the anti-Trump. He's the opposite of Trump. And and, and I mean that literally in terms of the good things under Trump, the country's now undergoing uh, bad. We've got to take a break. Uh, When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and back to your telephone calls. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. When we come back, we're going to New Jersey, the Bronx, Queens, and Manhattan. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. I can't believe that I have to say this. Rather than throwing a Molotov Molotov, uh, cocktail at a police car, and I know they can't accept it, but but why why not paying for the officer his or her lunch? How about buying them a cup of coffee? Even they can't accept it, but the gesture to say thank you for putting your life on the line each and every day. 
that demonstrator who admitted to throwing the Molotov uh, cocktail at an NYPD van occupied by four cops during the 2020 George Floyd protest in Brooklyn was sentenced to six years in prison Tuesday. Brooklyn federal judge Dora Irizarry imposed the sentence on 29-year-old Samantha Shader and uh, also criticized her uh, her attorney and so on. And I, I, I mean, what am I not getting? What am I not understanding? It's got to be something with me that I'm not understanding police community relations. And so this is not a knock on Mr. Floyd, but you felt so strongly to throw this cocktail at the police vehicle endangering their lives over George Floyd. You ruined your life over George Floyd. I'm just going to leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that because I don't want this to become about George Floyd uh, let's go back to the uh, to the telephone calls. Dave in New Jersey. Good morning. You are on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey Dom, uh, how you doing? Um, good, good. Go ahead, please. You know, listen. I had to call tonight. Um, I, I agree with you on pretty much everything. Uh. You know, Dan from the Bronx, uh, Stan, um, I'm not going to bash them. You know what I mean? But it hits home with me because my father's the same way, and I'm the total opposite. And I just want to say that, you know, he wound up blocking me from calling him about a year and a half ago, okay, because I'm, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm on an, I'm an a different political view than him. And uh, he's 83 years old. And my mother had dementia for about 10 years. I was at the house taking care of her. Anyway, he started dating someone in the process. You know, she was woke. He turned woke. And um, basically, the whole thing went to hell. And, um, you know, uh, this is what politics do to people, and it's real. You you know, and um, it bothers me because I hear these people that call. And the anger in their voice, okay, and the hatred, and, um, you know, it's all for what? You know what I mean? I don't talk to my father anymore. He's 83 years old. How much time does he have left? I don't know how much time he's got left. You know, he might have 10 years. He might have a week. Hey, Dave. You know, but. Dave, I want you to do me a favor. Um, And I cannot be a phony because it took me a long, long time to understand this. The the strength, the power of forgiveness. I want you to do me a favor, and I want you to forgive your father and do whatever you have to do to fix the relationship, right? I know you're going to say your principles of your politics, he's uh, on the woke uh, end of this. But at the end of the day, and take it from someone who's been there, when your father dies, there's no coming back. There's no coming right. back for him. And if you don't fix this now, consider yourself lucky because you have an opportunity to fix this. I you, tried. You, well, you, well, you need to try again. You need to try again. He told me not to come to the house. I I, I hear you, but but I, I think it's a mistake to let your father go. Maybe there are extenuating circumstances that I don't know about. But um, because of my upbringing, I wanted uh, I wanted nothing to do with my mother. And then when my right. mother passed away, I almost had a full, complete nervous breakdown because I wanted her uh, to be alive. And and there was no changing. What I had wished for for her to not be around came true. And to and I'm not proud of it. And until the day that I die, it's something that I've always got to deal with. All I'm saying, Dave, and I got to move on because we have a lot of calls. But I don't want you to make the same mistake I made, man. And certainly not over politics. Find a way to fix it. That's your father. At the end of the day, Dave, 
thank you, and I, I hope you give me a call back another time when I have more time and we can we can talk about this and so on. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Pamela, also in New Jersey and central New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning. Uh, let's face it. Let's think of this practically. Money talks. Those voting for the Democrats, many of them are voting for the giveaways. Now, without the stock market and without dividends from CDs and 401ks, uh, which we pay taxes on, they're not going to get those giveaways. You're right. So when that, You're right. When that starts to change over and when they get their gas bill uh, this winter, they're going to see that the best interest is Trump. And, you know, there's only 1% making a lot of money. See, in catastrophes, there's always that 1% that make money. You know, uh, uh, the the truckers, uh, the diesel fuel and everything, the companies are still getting their money. And and there's certain companies that are still making money. However, the middle class and the upper middle class are suffering. Now, we're talking, you know, a million isn't what it used to be. So uh, people who are so-called millionaires are losing, losing, losing. And a lot of them may be liberal, and they will change their vote, and they might do it secretly because they don't want to tell their other liberal friends. You are correct. You are correct. They will vote for what is in their best interest because money talks. You are correct, Pamela. And and to those folks that you just referenced that are millionaires, what they – what – most people don't understand is that if you if you are a million liquid by the time uncle sam is done with you that's only about 600,000 to, to begin with and if that's your retirement fund good luck and i i'm you know but i agree with your point pamela and that's where i am at in my life money talks and everything else walks and don't come to me don't come to me because i'm not that stupid don't come to me saying vote to Dominic Carter, vote Democratic. What are you going to do for me? Are you going to lower my taxes? Are you going to make sure that I have to worry about somebody uh, breaking into my home? Are, are you going to give me better sanitation services? Are, are you going to lower the tax? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And so thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, David from New Jersey. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Hi, David. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Um, Dominic. I'm not, um, I want to thank you very much for what you said to, to the other uh, David uh, that I called a uh, uh, little while ago, um, how important it was to keep the family intact yes. and, and keep them close. Yes. That, that, that just, you know, meant the world to me. Well, well, thank thank you, but but I I cannot be a hypocrite. I learned that lesson the hard way, and it, uh, and it's a bitter pill to swallow. Many of us have gone the same the same route, so you know. But uh, tonight, listening to you was uh, you know beautiful thing. Well, to hear thank you, thank you, thank you, and and you know I. Thank you. I, I thought about whether or not to say this, but I'm, I'm going to tell the truth here. So at the time I was on uh, New York one and I was very angry because of the estranged relationship that I've always had with my mother. And it was Super Bowl Sunday. And the doctors said, you need to come here right now. She's not going to make it much longer. And I was very angry that I had to stop watching the Super Bowl I don't like the parties on, you know, I like to sit there by myself. My wife would normally take the kids out when they were younger, and I watched the Super Bowl by myself. That's the way I like to watch the game. Maybe they would watch it with me. I like the fireplace and so on. And so I get to the hospital, and I I got very, very angry because on my way in, one or two people stopped me in the lobby and asked me for an autograph, and they didn't know that I had just been told, and it's just like the television shows, when they call you up and say, come right down. It was just like that. And I get up into to the room after signing these autographs at Lincoln Hospital in the Bronx, and the doctor says, you know, she she's she's gone. You, you know, say your goodbye. This is it. And I didn't want to cry in front of the doctor. And then she died. And after my mother died, 
I got very upset because um, I had wanted her to be gone. And then when she was gone, I wanted her to be alive. And that started a, now remember, I, I had a nightly live television show to do. And next thing you know, I'm seeing one psychiatrist after another. And I'm literally going in with shades on so that people won't recognize me. And they were recognizing me anyway. And I was at my lowest of low, lowest of low. And all of a sudden, they're giving me this medication, that medication. Take this for that. Now take this to counter that. Take that to counter this, this, and that. Psychiatric medications. And then here I am live on television at night, and I felt like I was overlooking the studio on top, looking down, watching myself conducting the interview. That wasn't going to work. And so by the grace of God, I prayed on it, and I'm not urging people to stop taking your medication, but I could not do it. And so I was able to get past that, but... um I, you know, for him to call up and say about his father and, and not uh, not getting along over political views, that, that hits home to me. And I just don't want people to make the same mistakes that I've made in life. I'm joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. What do you have coming up well, this morning? Well, I, I heard there might have been some news coming out of Florida. So <laughs> uh, we're going to be all over this uh, Trump announcement. We're going to give opportunity to listeners to weigh in with where we think the next two years will lead us. And we're going to cover a bunch of other things as well. In just a minute, I'll tell you one of the most foolish thing New York City does that New York State is about to replicate at a much broader and much more expensive level. Sounds interesting. Sounds like I'm not going to get much sleep again staying up to listen to your show. Tough, Dominic. (laughs) Frank Morano on the other side of Midnight coming up right now. I'll be back again tomorrow. Same time, same station. Talk Radio 77 WABC. WABC Radio is proud to celebrate 100 years. From October 1st, 1921, to music radio, to talk radio's crown jewel, worldwide and beyond. WABC, New York. And WLIRFM Hampton.